Welcome to the Nutrition Tippets Podcast. This is Gloria Sang, Editor-in-Chief for HealthCastle.com. Eating healthy is usually one of the top three New Year's resolutions, and yet it is hard to eat healthy if you don't start cooking more at home. Joining me today is dietitian Liz Wise. She just released her family cookbook, No Wine with Dinner. She's here today to give us some tips on how to go about cooking more at home. Thank you for joining me, Liz. It's good to be here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Now, I often hear from readers, oh, I want to eat no packaged food, so I should learn cooking or I should cook more at home. Why does it seem so hard for so many people to cook at home? Well, people think, and I'm going to say think, that cooking at home requires lots of time, lots of energy, lots of money, and advanced cooking skills. And it really doesn't if you make a plan. If you say find a few recipes you like, write down a shopping list, hit the grocery store, come home, keep it simple. You know, you don't have to go to the most gourmet recipes, but keep it simple. If you have a plan, you can come home and you can cook healthy meals for yourself and for your family. And in the end, you save a lot of money because it costs a lot of money to eat out. And you also end up, and as a dietitian, this is what I love, you end up eating a much healthier diet because restaurant meals tend to be high in sodium, high in saturated fat, high in calories. You don't know what you're eating. But when mm-hmm. you cook at home, you have much more control. You can get more fruits and veggies on the table, more whole grains. The opportunities are really endless when you cook at home. So how, what exactly means uh, when you say have a plan? I think that's the hardest mm-hmm. to grasp for most people is how do I do? What's the step one to make a plan? Right, and I was not born with the organizing gene. My husband will <laughs> tell you that. Um, but if you can try to get even a little bit organized, here's one thing. On say, a, say you go to the grocery store on typically on a Sunday, sit down and plan out what you're going to make that week, and then make a grocery list. Actually, on my website, MealMakeOverMoms.com, we have a free downloadable supermarket shopping list. You can just fill that out or make your own list. And then go to the grocery store knowing what you're going to buy and what your plan of attack is. And then when you get home, you can start cooking. Some people like to do all their cooking on a weekend. Other people don't mind doing a little bit of cooking every day of the week. But find those recipes and then make that grocery list, go to the store, and also have a well-stocked pantry. Because for, for people who are not planners but want to do the last-minute thing, if you have a well-stocked pantry, then you're more likely to be able to whip up quick meals at home. So what do you say to those who said they don't have time to cook? I think time is usually the number one reasons that people tend to Mm -hmm. just go go out and grab a takeout. It seems to be less work to do that than to try to cook something and serve and, you know, wash dishes. So what do you say to those people who said they don't have time to cook? Well, I actually think it takes more time to go to restaurants and, and order takeout. What, what happens is sometimes we're just tired and we're like, oh, I don't know if I really feel like standing over the stove cooking a meal. So if time is an obstacle, don't kid yourself. It's going to take more time if you do takeout. Look for recipes that are easy. Look for shortcuts. So, for example, let's say you don't want to take a head of lettuce and wash it and cut it up. And even though maybe it will take five minutes, sometimes it just feels like, oh, my gosh, it's too much. You can buy a bag of pre-washed greens already prepped and ready, and there is your instant salad. Mushrooms. I'm a big mushroom lover, but I don't necessarily always want to take the time to slice them up. So you can buy them pre-sliced. There's a lot of shortcuts you can take 
um, by just looking around the supermarket. And the, the good news is that in the produce section now, there's a lot of veggies, carrot sticks, celery sticks, things that are already prepped for you, broccoli florets. Even in the frozen food aisle, which is really one of my favorite aisles, you can find lots of vegetables that are already prepped for you. I'm a huge fan of the frozen uh, chopped spinach. You know, you get that brick or block of the frozen chopped spinach, and it's very versatile. Mm -hmm. I'll buy pizza dough. I'll make a quick pizza at home with some pasta sauce right out of a jar and that, and some shredded, even pre-shredded low-fat mozzarella cheese. You don't have to shred it yourself. So we're really lucky in that our supermarkets are pretty packed with convenience ingredients that are also nutritious. Now, Liz, you mentioned about kitchen staples. So what are the, some of the must-have items in our pantry or perhaps also in our freezer to start with? Well, in the freezer, definitely having a lot of uh, frozen veggies is the key. The other day I made a quick soup by mixing together some frozen mixed vegetables, chicken broth, and I buy a nice all-natural chicken broth, and some rice. And you want to hear my shortcut? What's your shortcut? I don't like making rice. I'll go to a place like Mm -hmm. Trader Joe's, and I will buy the frozen packets of rice. That's really when you don't want to spend the time. Three minutes in the microwave, I've got beautiful brown rice ready to go for my soup. Mm -hmm. So having all these great things in your freezer, frozen veggies, frozen fruit, you can make a quick fruit smoothie with frozen leftover bananas that you put in your freezer, some frozen strawberries or blueberries, mango, and then in goes some low-fat fruited yogurt and some 100% juice. So having the freezer stocked is great. Also in your cupboard, you can have things like canned, boneless, skinless pink salmon, great boost Mm -hmm. of heart-healthy omega-3s, pasta sauces, salsa, um, whole grain pasta, or whole wheat blend pastas. So these are things that you can quickly grab and you've got dinner. For our readers, Liz actually has a list of kitchen pantries at the beginning of her cookbook, so that totally just help. Now, can you recommend some of the delicious or perhaps foolproof dishes in your cookbook that our readers can start with? Well, my cookbook is No Wine with Dinner, W-H-I-N-E, No Wine with Dinner. <laughs> we want, um, I, I co-wrote the book with Janice newell Bissex, and she's also a dietitian. And between us, we have four kids. She has two girls. I have two boys. And we know that in order to get kids to eat a healthy diet, we need to make sure that the healthy stuff we're giving them is really kid-friendly and really appealing. Because you know what? Picky eaters who whine and complain, it's a big obstacle to getting healthy meals on the table, which is why parents order the pizza or make them, you know, the mac and cheese. So in the book, we have so many recipes, everything from the slow cooker chapter, which is one of my favorites. We have a wonderful pulled pork primavera sandwich recipe, which is pork loin and some onion and bell pepper and barbecue sauce. You shred it all up after it cooks in that slow cooker all day onto a whole grain hamburger bun it goes. Um, So slow cooker chapter is a real Mm -hmm. big favorite. We have a smoothie chapter, desserts and snacks and soups. One of my favorites, which takes five minutes to make, is our quick apple sausage quesadillas, which is apple sausage. You saute it up with some bell pepper, little frozen corn kernels, some shredded cheese and barbecue sauce, and you've got a quesadilla. So, you know, you can use convenience foods, just use them wisely. Now, I read on your release saying that um, that you actually involved your readers uh, when putting together this cookbook. Tell us more about that. Well, you know, in this age of social media, a lot of us have Facebook fan pages, Mm -hmm. blogs, and it's really become a a wonderful two-way conversation between, say, me and Janice, the dietitians, and all of our moms and dads out there 
who really do want to feed their families a healthier diet. So this two-way conversation that we've had going on our blog and Facebook has really helped us create some nice relationships. And so we've asked our mom and dad readers out there, hey, do you want to test a recipe? Because we felt like with our cookbook, if we didn't prove that all the recipes were wine-free or complaint-free, we wouldn't be living up to the title of the book, No Wine With Dinner. And so we had all the recipes tested, and folks would send their feedback right back to us, and we would tweak our recipes as a result. We threw a few recipes out, Gloria, I have to admit. <laughs> but people didn't love it. We said, okay, we're moving on. And then we also have a chapter in the book called 50 Secrets from Moms for Getting Picky Eaters to Try New Foods. Yep. And these are 50 different secrets from 50 different moms around the country, and a few of them are in Canada and Europe. Um, and they're really clever and creative. We have one mom in Hawaii, and her tip was to go out and buy your kids little chef hats and aprons and tools and involve them in cooking and make them feel like they're, they're your little sous chefs. Mm, great idea. We want it up. We want to keep it proactive and we want to keep it fun. And so the book is really playful and fun and it's filled with lots of practical ideas and, and great recipes. Excellent idea. Thank you for joining me, Liz. Well, it was really great to be here. We've been talking to Liz Wise, co-author of the latest cookbook, No Wine with Dinner. For more healthy eating tips and information about this show, go to healthcastle.com.